1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show
0: podcast. Ah, there you are. <laughs> it's good to see you.
2: How are you, Holly?
0: I'm really good. I, you know what? I'm really excited for you because tomorrow uh is your is your album yes no no i thought june is it june or july
2: well tomorrow what is tomorrow
0: the 22nd
2: uh today is okay so friday we do have a new song drop all
0: right that's what i got i got different intel
2: you did again the album will be like sometime in november
0: oh that's that's a while away why do you make us wait how dare you (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't have it now I don't
0: and this album is different though right because i remember you talking to us at tortuga and you're like this is all me like nobody like there wasn't anyone telling you what to do with it like i guess that's something kind of like maybe a lot of us don't understand can you explain uh that a little bit further i remember you mentioning it i was like hmm, i want to know yeah. about that
2: well i mean this is like the, most of the times like when you're on a a huge label, and all it's like trying to make music by committee,
0: okay? Yeah,
2: so you have all these different hands in the uh in the cookie jar trying to tell you what songs to record, and you know, uh, and, and like they'll like with my older labels, there'd be songs pitched to the label from songwriters, and then somebody would in the building would hear them and be like, Oh, you got to record this song, it's such a great song not really thinking about whether the song fits the artist like if it's like sometimes I don't care what what I think about it like yeah it might be a great song but that doesn't mean it fits my life or the story may not be exactly. you know I've always done well at trying not to do that but there's been a few songs that that I've had to record that I just didn't want to record.
0: You're like, I don't really love this one. This is, it makes so much sense now when you're talking about this, because growing up in Detroit, I always heard rumors that Eminem wouldn't allow anyone to give him an opinion, good or bad about anything, because he really wanted it to be his true self. Do you kind of resonate with that?
2: Well, I mean, my sounding board is probably uh, my wife more than anything and huckleberry if he if he loves it like <laughs> he can pick up his little sticks in the house and you know jam to it then i know it's something yeah you know? but yeah. Not, you know i made this made this album in my i have a i built a studio downstairs um during the start well just before um covet hit and so it was this is the first album i've recorded at my house you know which is
0: fun was it fun or was it like wow this is like a a challenge i didn't realize this you know i needed to do this or have this equipment or whatever
2: well i had i mean i was gonna the reason i was able to do it was because when Tatiana got pregnant she um you know we lived down on a little farm out about i don't know an hour from town and when she got pregnant her being from australia it, would, it made it kind of difficult for me to be gone, not knowing, you know, her not knowing anybody really. And like she needed to be closer to town. So I sold all my farm equipment when we moved back into town and um, used, used that money to buy like a bunch of equipment and build out a studio. And I did it at the perfect time because I had no idea that I was supposed to be stuck at home for two years.
0: <laughs> right? You you like prepped before prepping was like a yeah, thing.
2: Prepping, but yes, I was.
0: Do you miss living uh, on the farm, or is there anything you miss uh, about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I miss you know being being able to get out on a tractor and you know do stuff, work, you know, like that kind of. You know, I have like, I mean. It's good though because the place that I moved to in town, I can't really see another house at least. So I can walk out the door and take a leak. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, it's, it's very wild. important. Yeah. Yeah. Very. We live
0: we live out in the country and my uh, now five year old is uh, peeing off the porch often. And if, good. You, if you drive by every now and then, you sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry.
2: Correct. At this <laughs> point,
0: right. You think Huckleberry would be doing that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. He already calls yeah. it a grass wee. Yep. <laughs> Mom's like, you want to go grass wee? Grass. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Water and plum.
0: Um, I want to get the story behind the song, Note to Self. And we asked three questions. Where mm-hmm. were you? What were you thinking? And what were you drinking when the song came about? And we realized, by the way, that most of these hit songs are not written over alcohol at all it's just coffee and water so if it's coffee and water we, we'd like to hear that because i'm i'm doing a tally of uh percentages of okay. the songs written over coffee and water
2: um so where was it written first mm-hmm. it was written in my studio downstairs That's and awesome. it yeah which is a really cool space to do that do you know i wrote most of this record in there um and what was i thinking Um, it was one of those things where actually I got really lucky and Bobby Pinson and Casey Beathard brought the idea to me. Um, which doesn't happen that often. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm usually, I've usually got a, like a little mental compartment full of ideas ready to write. And then as soon as they got here, they like pulled the idea and looked itself out and then. And literally it was just, you know, all, you know, just these things that were like all these moments in life that I remembered and started coming, you know, all the things that kind of happened right and wrong. And, and just, you know, it's just about learning from your mistakes and then, uh, you know, making them again, but in a different way, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all make mistakes. What, yeah. what were you guys drinking coffee and water?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes
0: really I'm telling it's so much fun uh when you like to hear about the songwriting process um I want to know about uh like a cowboy can you yeah. tell me about writing that one
2: yeah um
0: I know we're going back but it's 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 interesting to hear
2: um so back in I forget exactly what year I wrote it but it was uh, a couple of years before it came out but it was a year that um jamie johnson and i went to iraq we went to and we went with kelly pickler to iraq um to play uh for our troops and um and so when i was there i was expecting it to be like a uh, you know first of all we were exhausted we'd just been out on, a, on our first kind of big tour that cmt sponsored for us then we got there and um we did like almost 30 shows in 11 days so we did three shows a day and um and we were completely just wiped out but there was also on top of that there was um this like amazing sense of loneliness and and this homesickness and all those things and uh and i just remember that feeling and then also going man i just need to bury that deep real quick because you know i'm over here with people who hadn't seen home in six to months to a year and some of them more but when i got home the first thing because it it reminded me of all these kids that were like 18 years old um that were there and um first time they ever left home was to go there you know mm-hmm. and i and that song idea kind of came out of that it was that um you know i remember the first time i left home it was to go rodeo when i was a young you know young fella and i and i remember going being like man i'm leaving home you know and uh and that's kind of where the idea came from you know it was just that um you know i'll be back you know yeah and so me and bryce long wrote the song and a um he used to have this little songwriters space over in an area called berry hill here uh we weren't drinking but that's what we were thinking and (laughs) you know we're just that's what we're that's what kind of was on my mind that day
0: it's so interesting now running out of moonlight is another um hit that you've had but you didn't write that one Uh uh-uh it's so interesting so why did you why this song did you love about it that drew you to that one
2: um i just thought you know it was just a fun romantic uh song it was um you know it's not you know it's like one of the earlier what became a formula song you know it's like one of the early versions of you know get the girl on the truck and go down by the river it kind of right at the beginning of when before every song that ever came out sounded and did did the same thing
0: it's a trendsetter song
2: yeah at that time (laughs) and it is now (laughs) um but i still love that song my brother-in-law wrote it
0: i didn't realize that that's awesome what um i gotta i gotta ask you um some random ass questions because people have spoken and they love it when we do this you might hate it but it's uh fun for us um (laughs) here are some random asked questions that we asked random asked questions that we have um sorry what (laughs) if you could have any superpower what would your superpower be
2: because you could
0: get to shows quicker
2: yeah that yeah and i could also get to an island quicker or i could get away from shows quicker and go somewhere you know get get home faster
0: you get the Uh, wife in one hand and the kid in the other and you just (laughs) cart off (laughs)
2: thanks i
0: mean
2: you know it's you know uh, uh to me the reason is it's like time machine you know buying some of your life back getting some of your Not that I don't love being on the road and playing music. It's not the show that's the problem. It's the getting there.
0: Yeah.
2: That's the
0: Yeah. The travel is hard.
2: It's tough. Well, if you you have to think about it like this. If I was if I do one show, it takes me three days because I gotta leave the day before to get there, to get there that morning for everything to get set up. And then after the show travel the next all night you know through the next day getting back so it's bookended by so every show is bookended by a day ahead of it and a day after it. so no matter if i do three shows i i still got five days gone
0: yeah if you could fly you get the days, yeah, the days back wife. that's a great that's a great answer which brings me to my next thing if you could go back in time because you talked about time travel if you could go back in time and see one artist live
2: who mm-hmm. would you
0: see it could be any genre, doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, um, probably Elvis.
0: Yeah. yeah, have you seen the Elvis movie yet? No. That's, uh, it's supposed to be, no, but I so heard, well. I mean, Priscilla Presley, they gave it the seal of approval, like all yeah. the family's seal of approval. So I feel like it's gotta be good. I'm, I'm waiting uh, to see it.
2: I'm thinking it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's strange that it was shot in Australia. To it me, is it is.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like y'all shot the movie about El, and I'm a Mississippi boy, so I'm like, what?
0: Like Graceland, is right. I'm sure yeah. they would have opened their doors. I'm sure they had to have used it, right? Or maybe they don't because you don't want a bunch of movie people tromping all over.
2: Well, they have tourists tromping all over.
0: Wait a second, you were in a movie, two movies. Wait, yeah. Can we talk about that?
2: does everybody know this
0: is this new information for me i don't know i didn't it is because i didn't know can you tell us about the movies that you're in now we gotta go we gotta go see your movie
2: (laughs) well i'm not sure when they come out but um yeah i did like during the pandemic i did two movies which is crazy because i never expected to be doing anything like that (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it was it was nothing i was really pursuing but it's just one of those things that kind of fell in my lap and i got this message asking if i would be willing to read for a part in a movie i had no idea what it was and i had no idea what i was doing
0: (laughs) so what character do you play
2: i play in in one of the movies the first one i play this uh guy that's the It's so funny. If you look back on my Instagram, you can see where I was having, they were shaving my face and all this stuff, but I play basically an attorney and I play, um, a guy that's the head of, you know, the responsible party of the estate of this family. Who's got a lot of oil money in the 1920s. They're a family of Osage Indians uh Native Americans and they they were getting murdered off it's a true story of um, the the movie's called Killers of the Flower Moon okay and, and it's um it's starring like um you know Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro's what's a Scorsese film and um somehow I got the freaking part after like four or five times did you Great. think
0: you were gonna get this part you're like I got this or no
2: I thought there's no way that I would, you know, I don't, am not an actor. I don't know anything about, but w- the biggest thing I think is, is that I, you know, just talking to people is that Martin Scorsese likes to surround his actors with real people, you know, real characters or, you know, like I did, I was playing another guy, but I didn't have to like put on a fake accent or anything right. like that. You're not like, Tilly ho I the shaving and putting on a suit and, all this stuff, which was strange. And and I mean, I, my first scene was with Leo, which was nuts. Yeah. You Very like, first scene, basically in a movie. So,
0: how do you? Uh,
2: it was not crazy. Freak
0: out. Like, how inside yeah. are you like having an internal freak out? I would freak out internally. I would be freaking out.
2: I kind of was. Yeah.
0: I bet you on well, the outside, you're like cool as a cucumber. But yeah.
2: Well, I mean, here's what what it felt like to me i didn't know the strong parallel that uh actors and and song i mean entertainers have until this happened because i walked on the set and they had like the scene the because my character owns a general store too and so the family had come to the store and 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 they and they were supposed to they were we're reading off the will and the final stuff for for one of the people that got killed i was responsible for it, so i was telling them what who got what and all this stuff but i get there and i and this is the first day i had been on set and i i'd set my trailer freaking all day the day before thinking we're going to get the scene we didn't get to it so i sat in this little box for a whole day well the next day i go in and I walk in, and there's um, this thing that they have built for my, that, that's my store, and uh, and how much money they had spent putting this thing together. It was like this huge warehouse kind of vibe that had, like, all these antiques in there. And then behind my my desk was, like, it had to have been 12 foot long. I mean, big old desk, you know, like, you know, Daddy War Books kind of vibe. <laughs> and, uh, and then so... I saw the set and then I went back to get my, you know, my little actor chair thing, you know, and just kind of study my lines. And and next thing you know, they're like calling me to go to rehearse the scene. And, uh, but meanwhile, the whole time I, I had a whole day to sit in that trailer before it to freak out. Right. And the next day I was still freaked out, but then when it came time to go, do the actual work this thing kicked in that was just like what I feel when I'm going to the stage you know it's like you go from because I do get social anxiety like you know even before I before I before I start that walk I get you know like are they gonna like me They, they you know I don't know if we're on I don't know if I can say that but (laughs) so that, that that does exist but there's also this point whenever you start to head to that stage where you know you're you know it's time to man up you know yeah. what I'm saying and you and you kind of all that stuff goes away and now you, now it's time to go do your work do what it's, you love
0: it's crazy what adrenaline can do performance wise yeah like i can't carry a tune really that i'm not a very good singer but one time i sang karaoke and I hit a note that I was like, Oh, wow. I am amazing. Like, and people like, Woo! and they clapped. I was like, I, don't ask me to do it again. Yeah. Like, but So I know like I had the one time that that happened to me that I understand that instance <laughs> where the one time other, yeah. other than that, I really can't say, okay, one more random asked question. Um, actually maybe two, what's your favorite sandwich, mm-hmm. your favorite. Do you have a favorite sandwich? What do you like on your sandwiches?
2: Problem probably let's see i think it would be an oyster po' boy
0: i've never had that
2: yeah we well, gotta have an oyster oysters yeah like fried oysters on huh. good french uh new orleans style french bread um
0: what else is on it
2: just oysters no like it'll have uh, lettuce tomato um Mayo or tartar sauce, whichever one you choose. But mine, I, I do mayo and hot sauce.
0: I've never had that. That I'm gonna have to try that. Okay. Good. Thank you for the recommendation. All right. Last yeah. and final question. Uh you said you went off to the rodeo one day. When was the last time you were on a
2: horse? Um, probably six weeks ago. Really? Like that. Yeah.
0: That was soon. You still like did you just go for a trail ride? What were you doing? I was yeah.
2: helping. No, I was down in Florida at um, at Ocala, and uh, there's our friend has a barn full of horses that that they have to be worked out, you know, uh, daily. You got, you know, yeah. I mean, they're you can't just leave them sitting there, you know, standing there in a stall. So I'll go down and help help them work horses and stuff like that. I I grew up. That's all I did growing up. My okay. wife was a really good rider as well
0: really can you guys
2: both she's a she's a different kind of rider she does like the the english yeah show jumping she's a she grew up eventing where you know like you ever seen that stuff where they ride through these fields forever and this is
0: how i grew up well i grew up doing her jumpers not eventing because that i tried that once i was like this is for crazy people
2: yeah uh those and i and whenever she got here she got into show jumping okay into that she's still into it. Oh. 1,000%. One thousand percent. I mean, she's a horse girl, so you know, it's it's a disease, <laughs> and um, and, it's, <laughs> and it costs a lot to medic- for medication is expensive. It does. But and, how brave of um, you
0: to, to how just, brave of you. That,
2: there are side effects. Side effects <laughs> are, um, talking in, excessively about horses. Um, you know, uh, forgetting to do anything else uh you know
0: you're literally talking to the girl about your man (laughs) yep
2: yep i go to um like because i'm not as into it as i was because i spent so much time you know um but i'll go down with with her and and get in the middle of all these show jump people all that and all they talk about is these equestrian stuff and i'm like and they're talking about all these million-dollar horses and shit like that. And I'm like, "Them none of them horses are worth a damn if they can't chase a cow to me. Yeah,
0: they can't do anything. <laughs> they're
2: like, of cows. Yeah. Do they, do they do any work, actual work? Why don't they just move those things they're jumping over out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuff, you know? Because, you know, this it's, is pointless.
0: It is no. two totally different worlds, for it sure. Is totally, like,
2: mine... My world is from it was where poor folks were <laughs> had to ride horses. We were using horses to work, you know. Ooh, and they so great. Work strictly for pleasure.
0: <laughs> it's for fun, yeah, when you're jumping over stuff. But I did not know that. Um so this is But I
2: did try to get one of those saddles. You did?
0: No. How'd it go? You. Not for you. Uh-uh it's uh there's nothing there to hold on to there's no, nothing I,
2: gotta, I mean i have a ton of respect for those riders after trying to get in one of those saddles i like a cadillac saddle you know i want to i just want to sit there and like everything's comfortable you know
0: <laughs> but if you're doing cows you need a saddle like that because yeah. like you can yeah. literally just be thrown out of it the way that they they cut right absolutely I've never done that before. That's on my list. My bucket, my horse bucket list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on all the new music. We cannot wait till November. November. Huh? November. November. Yeah. We're going to mark our calendars. It'll be all right.
2: But we you'll, do. you have- send some teasers
0: out right before then. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. But, okay. And we also got a new song called Working Man coming out Friday.
0: Oh, shoot. Can we get the story behind that before you go? Like, yeah. Where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah well i'll tell you the idea i was drinking when i had the idea uh, the idea came to me um jamie johnson and i were doing our country cadillac tour and um and it was literally i was just walking backstage at this uh, at the whitewater amphitheater out uh, outside of austin just walking walking around and all of a sudden the idea for the song just popped in my head, the melody and everything. And, uh, came back to the studio. Uh, I started writing it and I called Randy Montana over. i we'd been talking about writing. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, come on. I got a song. I'm, I'm about to write it, but I want you to come help me, you know? Uh, so come on. He did. And we, we wrote it in my studio and, uh, i started demoing it and all that stuff um yeah i weren't drinking most of the time i don't i mean i'm not a you know i I don't drink like i used to i mean i will have a couple while i'm on stage but i can't do the whole sit around and get drunk and try to work thing it's not
0: it's not for functioning adults It's it's
2: not a fantastic habit um
0: was that an easy song for you to write though
2: That one was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Sometimes they just come out, you know, sometimes. I mean, it was I mean, we actually put thought into it, of course, but it was one of those songs that I don't know, this working man, sometimes the best songs just fly out, you know, and it was one of those that kind of like, blah.
0: And then easy peasy. Oh, that's
2: good. It's nice when it works out. (laughs) yeah but you still go where in the hell did that come from you know
0: do you know, like where do you think it comes from
2: i mean a lot of it comes from just you know personal experience um but also it depends on the song because sometimes i feel like they're very there's some divine intervention you know and i think that sometimes you're just a conduit like you know uh I don't know sometimes you feel like a medium more than you do a songwriter
0: i'm glad you said that because i feel that way about certain songs right here and i go that is it." like that's that's yeah. a, that's from god like that's for us
2: yeah, yeah. So that happened because i i have literally looked up and gone wow that was not like i took like that song that reba recorded of mine and dallas's uh back to god that was one of those that was sort of just handed i was like wow what what just happened here yeah that's so
0: fun well i don't want to keep you forever because i could probably talk to you forever but um thank you thank you thank you we're excited to see you on tour with cody johnson too two rodeo former rodeo guys out on tour it'll be so fun to see you
2: but he's still a cowboy i i'm you know i don't i don't cowboy anymore i still i mean i was thinking about that i was like well I guess if I have to, I can. I mean, he's not. I, I can still go rope and ride now. I don't think I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I talked to him about horses stuff and stuff too. He he's like uh, he's pretty busy playing music and touring too. So I think you got you guys are you guys are right. It's the same.
2: Yeah, I, that's the way I feel. He's too. not
0: looking for bulls to get on at any time soon.
2: Yeah, I'm not looking for bulls to get on.
0: Oh, it's a terrible plan. It's a terrible <laughs> idea.
2: Awful lot. Tell them out of get hurt. God, forget it.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Randy, so much. Congratulations on all the music. And we absolutely love you. So thank love you, thank you. you, thank, thank you.
2: Thanks. Tell Rob hello for me when you talk I to will. him.
0: Yeah, he's on vacation. Otherwise he'd be here. But uh he's,
2: thanks, Randy. Probably on vacation talking horses with somebody. Oh, he's definitely not
0: talking about horses. <laughs> absolutely not. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll- I'll- All right. Bye.
2: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Robin Holly show podcast.
0: Follow us
1: at Robin Holly show and listen weeknights on Odyssey country and the free Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.